Do you ever listen to Howard Stern? Where all those oh, yeah. We should have that. Baba Booey. Yeah, all that's. Why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't know. I don't even know. I haven't listened to Howard Stern in like 15 years. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. <laughs> no, I don't need that. It's okay. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're fighting over who's wearing headphones uh, in the studio this morning. So, Melina Boswell here. Uh, and so today, sorry, and I'm messing with this technical stuff, and my son is putting my headphones on. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so um, today in the, in the studio, we thought it would be... Um, uh, this is like one of those podcasts that it's a conversation that I think is an important one to have, but it's kind of like that, ugh, a little bit of a dreaded kind of conversation, but I think it's an important one um, to share mainly because we, <laughs> we've built our business on transparency and allowing everybody that is our membership to get to know us. And uh, so as uh, in, in tune with that and in line with that, uh, we thought it was important today to just uh, talk about um, one full year you know, actually running the business without Dave. And uh, for me personally, you know, I've been doing a lot of reflecting, um, as I'm sure everybody can imagine, and what's been happening in my life, and uh, personally and professionally, uh, with and as far as the club goes, and the fact that, uh, you know, it's been one year uh, ago exactly that we did our first uh, three-day training, uh, what we call our RPP. Uh, we did it one year ago, and it was the first time without Dave. And um, just reflecting uh, and maybe memorializing what, what the last year has been like for us and the things that we've done, um, you know, accomplishments, setbacks, um, you know, a little bit of our crazy, uh, what grief has been like for us, uh, and what it looks like to work through grief, to sit with grief, uh, and live anyway. And so I'll, I'll start a little bit for me and I'm going to ask everybody to share, uh, what, what it's been like for the last year, what personal things have happened. And I'll start with me, uh, what it's looked like. If, if you've been listening to any of these podcasts, you've heard me, uh, say, you know, Melina Boswell, co-founder of New Wealth Advisors Club or how I refer to myself even has been uh, a unique thing. I think coming to, uh, grasp with the fact that I'm a widow has been one thing. So I, I like have these new um, titles or this new I, these new identities that uh, I'm learning to live with and not knowing exactly you know how to how to handle that or, or how to manage it and what is appropriate, what isn't appropriate. And what I've learned is that um, you know you will never be able to please everybody. Somebody will have an opinion about every single thing that you do and how you handle things. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I have to answer to one person and that's God. And, uh, you know, everything else, I, I just do the very best that I can, knowing that I'm failing forward along the way and trying to get my bearings um, as not just Dave's wife or co-founder of NWAC, but now as CEO of the club and what that looks like and where am I taking the club and, you know, certain things that were huge milestones for me this last year. Um, one of them, I think, is becoming CEO uh, of the club. Uh, also, you know, I don't think I've shared this out loud with anybody, but uh, the first time uh, 
you know, I bought a house for the first time on my own this year. And uh, <laughs> like in my entire life, you know, and that is, uh, you know, like I've in every, it's so weird because it's, that's what my business is. That's what mine and Dave's business has, has been is we buy and sell houses. I don't know how many houses we've bought and sold. I don't even know the number. I know that there's lots and lots and lots of them. Uh, but I had this realization that I bought my first home, like I bought a home on my own for the first time this year and how terrifying that was for me, how uh, insecure I felt, how um, unsure, how unstable, how terrifying it was for me to um, do something that I have done hundreds of times. Uh, but doing that one thing on my own was uh, something that was uh, a fear, and uh, but I did it. And so... For me, one year in business um, without Dave has been by far the most painful thing I've ever experienced, the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced, but also probably uh, the most growth in my life, of course, because that's what happens, right? Uh, and, you know, uh, I made it. I did it. <laughs> and it was okay. It was just this weird feeling of, okay, so this is a new chapter for me. Um, in that I, I'm going to pull the trigger and I still find myself every time I now go to buy a house or I go to do something, I, I question, you know, and coming to the realization of, well, I don't have any, any person, you know, I don't have my person uh, to bounce it off of and to maybe carry the brunt and, you know, whatever, celebrate. So, um, so for me, that's, I think, Probably the two biggest milestones for me are are those two. Uh, so, um, you know, the thing about my dad was that <clears throat> he always thought ahead. If you knew him, you, <laughs> you know that he was always thinking ahead, and he kind of made it. It's I don't think about how to say this, but he, the way that he raised me, <laughs> it's kind of it's almost a little bit of a disservice because I feel like he raised me always knowing that he would, um, he would handle things. I'm going to tell a little story. I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but when I was 15, uh, I was, you know, just got my learner's permit to drive. And I was, I was looking forward to getting a car in about a year and I was super pumped about driving. And, um, you know, dad was a really good driver. He, he took those, um, he was, you know, as being a police officer, he took those advanced training courses on how to just maneuver, cars all crazy at high speeds and he was so so fun to ride in the car with him and uh anyway we always you know driving was just a thing so when it came time for me I was really excited and uh, I was thinking about how am I going to get a car and he he told me um the deal that he made with me was save as much money as you can for a year and at the end of the year I'll match however much you've saved and we'll go buy a car we'll go find something and so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to save. I'm going to save. I'm going to buy the, but you're not even going to be able to, to buy the car. You know, you're not even going to be able to match me having to save so much. And so, um, I didn't save shit. I did. I, the end of a year came and I had not saved any money long to, to be in short. But what he did was when I first got my learner's permit, I was driving around and driving, driving their cars. And so he had to extend the insurance you know, to make the, the insurance 
beef it up. Yeah. To cover me. So, um, so he required me to pay a monthly payment for the insurance. Uh, anyway, long story short, at the end of the year when I had saved nothing, um, turns out he had saved every cent that I had given him for insurance and which was about, I think, do you remember what it was? It was like 2,500 bucks. Yeah, it was like 20. Yeah, it was expensive to add him to our insurance policy. Insurance. So we made him pay for his own insurance. And so, you know, what was happening was he didn't have enough money to actually save. <laughs> but, you know, so it was like, I guess it's going to take you another year. <laughs> oh, I think I had enough to save. I just yeah. wasn't, I don't oh, think okay. I was in the place where I, yeah, I mean, that was nice. But <laughs> no, I, I definitely just, I wasn't disciplined enough to, I didn't need to, which is kind of why I say it was a little bit of a disservice because he ended up taking care of me in the long run. I knew he would, but <laughs> I didn't know what that would look like. So, um, but now being in business, it's, I've realized over the last, you know, my entire life, um, I've been raised my, both my brother and I have been raised with all the tools necessary to do this business. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if most of you know, but I bought, I bought a house in Idaho. We bought a house in Idaho and it was before, I mean, I had always known how to look for distressed properties and I had always known, but I didn't really wrap my head around it because it wasn't something I was involved in all the time. And so I just knew when an opportunity was, was there to speak up and, you know, to kind of, so that's what I did. Now being in business, I look at the house that we bought there and I just go, holy crap, that was a really, really good deal. We, you know, we got a good deal on that. So, um, I didn't realize over all, you know, he's equipping me all the time. And so, but now being in business and, and rehabbing houses, when I first, when we first got here a year ago, I had a few things in my head. One of them was in a year from now, what, like, what deals am I going to be in? What, what kind of flips are we going to be working on? Actually, who's still going to be sitting at this table? (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys, but you know, I I just... There was so many unknowns about what it was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And mm, I'm pretty pleased with where we're at now. I think that we've, there's definitely been some growing pains. I thought maybe these guys would leave a few times. I thought you guys would leave for sure. I kind of tried, I think to be totally honest, I think I tried to make you leave a little bit um, just because I think if (laughs) if I can try to, and you don't, then maybe it's, you're worth sticking around. You know, I, not just being totally transparent, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be really honest. I did we didn't know Andrew and I were hard to trust people. We really, it's tough for us to trust people just like my dad was, you kind of had to prove that. And so, um, but you guys have been incredible. Um, and I can see exactly why my dad had you all around and why you guys are exactly fit to sit at this table. And I know he would be so proud to see Christian sitting here today, you know, that that's something I really wish he would, you know, he, he definitely knew, you know, you know, he definitely was grooming you for a long time to do that. So, but I will say it's been so challenging because there's so many times when I know I could have gone to a dad and just said, what do we do? Can you please tell me what to do here? We, you know, we would, he would definitely have the answer. You just know he'd without a doubt have the answer. And, uh, but that's so good for all of us because it's forced us to really grow. It's forced me to start to live into who I I know I'm supposed to be to to be willing to fail so that I can get into that, you know, that position and that that be that person that I really I know I can be. So I now I know I'm just working toward that and the only way to do that is just by going after it, you know. So a year in business without dad has probably been I mean, I hate to say it, but it's been one of the 
one of the best years of my life because it's hurt so much. It's been the most painful. I just some I seriously just last night, just very last night to keep it really real, I was driving home and I was just thinking about my dad and I was so mad like that he's not here. I was I just oh my gosh, I got so mad and I just grabbed my steering wheel and I shook it a little bit and Ken was like, "What is wrong with you?" what the heck is wrong? It was just a random outburst driving down the street. And I just said, oh, no, I'm fine. Nothing. <laughs> I have a headache. And she was just looking at me. like, But times like that have happened, you know, I, it's countless. You know, I know all you guys think about him constantly, but it's just so many times that has happened. And that's that's the definition of growth when you really, you know, when I think when you go through things and you 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 want them to be a certain way, you have this idea about how things are supposed to look. And then they don't look that way and you just want to kick and scream and throw your hands up and quit. But it's when you power through those experiences that you really come out on the other side of so much of a better person. So, I don't know. Anybody else want to share? (laughs) Andrew? Man. Um, All right. It's probably going to take me a minute to get through this, but... um, I guess uh, I was actually thinking a lot last night too, and um, part of what I did before uh, before I went to bed last night, I actually listened to the podcast um, that we did around a year ago now, um, and just different things that we talked about. And uh, it's funny because we've we've always kind of known, or I guess I I say I've known, but I, I don't really think I did. But we've always said, um, and I guess kind of known that um, he was that my dad was equipping us. Um, for our entire lives, you know, to, to be who we needed to be. But I guess um, if I'm being completely honest, I think a lot of the stuff that I said at this time last year, I really didn't believe it. Um, I really didn't. I wasn't I wasn't confident in it at that time. Um, it wasn't something that, that we had ever had to do. Um, you know, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I know I've been equipped for this my whole life. But in reality, when it comes down to it, it's, it's a really, really scary thing, um, which... Um, you say the truth, but you don't really know... Like you don't really believe it. Like you know it's the truth, but yeah, you don't. Re- it doesn't I, really sink in. Like belief yeah, I level. I hadn't had to actually use it. I guess is really where where I come down to. I mean, even even in the military and just um, working after that and everything, um, having to lead wasn't isn't isn't the same thing. Um, it, it just the the stakes were not nearly as high. I guess, and so it's it's leadership at a at a different level and having to be who you are at a different level. I mean. And also the the scariest part was, I mean, (laughs) to be completely honest, we really didn't know what we were going to do, you know, like what to do. Actually, we didn't know how to get started, like where where were we going to fit in, you know, what were we actually going to do? And I had I couldn't see what that actually looked like in a year. Um, And so the I I guess my probably my biggest battle over the last year has been um, like battling with the idea of actually believing that we were that I personally was capable of of doing what I need to do Um, because. Um, you know, it's, it's really weird when, when someone kind of puts, instills that in you for your entire life. And then all of a sudden, um, one day when you need to ask them that question, they're just not there. Um, so I think the last year and, and to be completely honest, I really thought that there was going to be a time in this last year. I I just thought I was going to shut down at some point. Um, really didn't think I was going to make it through, um, the year. Um, but every time that, um, that I would think that I was getting to that point, I would just have to think about about Dad. And oh, I mean, for lack of a better term, I could picture him just kind of smacking me and said, "Dude, you know, get your shit together and <laughs> go do what you need to do." Um, 
because that's that's the kind of things he would say to me because that's the kind of things that I need to hear. Um, and so I and he just, would smack you. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, so I think that that's probably been what um, what the last year has looked like for me personally. Um, it's just actually um, going into um, and and actually having to do what I kind of knew I could do, but didn't really believe that I could do, and actually doing it and the experience of, of acting out what I've needed to act out. Um, and it's funny, we, I, I guess we say a business without dad, you know, for the last year, but I, I actually don't feel like that. I mean, in, in my darkest times, I definitely do. And I, I, I get angry and, and I feel completely like that. But in reality, like when, um, when I'm doing something that I know I'm supposed to be doing, I actually don't feel like that at all. I feel like he's, he's right next to me. I actually dang, feel more and more dang. connected. Um, <laughs> Yes. Everything from I mean it's it's weird I I I see in pictures sometimes and I just I picture him you know driving down the road with me in the back seat with me and Oscar when we're you know mm-hmm. on our way to look at stuff when we go into sketchy neighborhoods and everything and you know we're like all right how are we gonna handle this <laughs> um, I just think about you know him telling us hey we should act this way or we should do this you know and I I actually do know exactly what to do um, and uh, I think that. That's probably been the biggest thing that I've overcome this year is is believing that and actually being able to step into it. That's crazy. He said, you, I just realized, like, we, I've been saying we've been in business without dad, but we've definitely not been in business without dad. He is. Sure. We've definitely yeah. been in business with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many memories just running through my mind and <clears throat> what what – what David's saying, you know, like, I feel like Dave, he was equipping me all throughout, like, the the day I joined the club, really. I remember the first introduction, and I was sat at the front row, and he was, you know, right there, and, and he pointed me out. He's like, look at this young kid, you know, mm-hmm. he's gonna, kind of like, he's gonna do things if he's here, mm-hmm. and I just... Like so many memories are just running back where he was, you know, my mentor and big life decisions or big life events. Like I remember I was, I think I was more nervous to tell Dave that I was having a kid versus like my parents, you know, I I remember that conversation. I walked in and I'm like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. And he, he walked me through it and, and, you know, he just gave me confidence and said, you know, the, Lord's going to take care of you. And I, that just went such a long way. And then even to when I was buying my first house, Mm -hmm. um, I went to Dave and I asked for, you know, mentorship. What do you think? And we fell in love with the new build. It was like a KB, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, a model house. And he's like, no, don't do that. Like you're an investor. Think like an investor. And I'm like, yeah, but this, it's so nice. And try to sell him. He's like, dude, don't, don't do it. And, uh, it ended up working out. You know, I, I bought uh, a for sale by owner just from everything I learned through the club. So big changes, like, or big life events. He was there to walk me through it. And um, I know what came to me, too, throughout this whole conversation is a retreat that we were at a couple uh, a couple weeks ago was the difference between personality and character. Mm-hmm. And he had such a, like, he built his character. Mm-hmm. And... I know, like, for me, that's what I strive to continue to build because, you know, personality, that's something we're kind of born with and charismatic, whatever. 
but character that's that's developed through like living a life of integrity and you know being honorable and that's really what that's what I strive to do so I, I you know I looked up to him and I still look up to him to to this day um, you know I, I, I want to be like Dave mm-hmm. so um, nice. there's yeah I mean yeah it, it I've grown a lot throughout this year and as as crappy as it you know has been it's it's been such a such a year of growth but he's been here throughout this whole time and he's instilled so much uh in all of us where we know what we're capable of you know you know doing what what we're what we're he made to do. you be better you know he mm-hmm. he no matter who he was around he just forced you to be better he it, sometimes it was frustrating actually a lot of the time it was frustrating but yeah he really forced you to be your best he yeah. there wasn't if and if you weren't your best around him you definitely he was gonna let you know yeah you know? no absolutely I, I, had a, I had a random memory uh when we were golfing me john and, and dave and he just wants you to be a better person. I remember I was driving with John and I think I left John like to walk to the hole and Dave's like, dude, why, why'd you make him walk all, the, all this way? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I think he, he told me he wanted to walk or something, but he always had people's back. Like, yeah, dude, totally. why, yeah. why'd you make this dude walk? You know? <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about yeah. him. A jerk. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even about him. No. Yeah. That's great. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I have been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flipping Off podcast. I think, you know, this year's been a, a very, a very strange year, you know. And from my from my perspective, the way I look at it is, you know, Dave was teaching me to go up on stage, to, you know, to be in front of the room, to, you know, to be the initial face of the club when people come down and meet us, and. I was fortunate to at least get some time with Dave where he would coach me through that, you know, coach me through the right things to say, the wrong things to say, you know, mannerisms, body language, all the different things that are out there and, you know, not realizing that all of a sudden I was going to be doing that pretty much every week, but now representing what Dave left behind. And the weird thing is, is, I've never once felt nervous, never once felt nervous or, you know, you, you get up on stage, you're talking to 30, 40 people for the first time and I've never once felt nervous. Mm. You, you know, I, I know at some stage I want to be talking about Dave through the, the introduction and it, it is like the boy said, he's, because you always feel like he's there anyway, mm. you still feel like he's got your back mm. even when you're doing the introduction. So there's nothing I can say wrong. Mm. Yeah because mm. I just can't say anything wrong. Mm. You know, it's, it's always going to be okay. Mm. There's always bits I can do better, but he put me in a place of being able to, to do the right thing, to say the right thing. Mm. And, you know, so it's, you know, from, from those sides of business to, you know, running the club, to helping out with the club, to, you know, to the mentor side that he was, as Christian said, he, he would always tell you if you were wrong, and that's great. 
you know, because you need that. You need that coaching. But he, you know, he's a year younger than me and he, he had the answers to every single question. He always had the answers to every question. And I always wondered whether he really knew the answer <laughs> or he was just so confident. I think about that all the time. <laughs> all the time. It was, it was so confident in everything that he said, in everything that he did, yep. that you could have been way wrong. But it <laughs> you built you know. the confidence to make, to make you say, Actually, no, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, it, yeah. you know, one day we'll have that conversation. But, uh, mm-hmm. yes. you know, so it's mm-hmm. it's, it's been a, a tough, tough growth year. I know everybody sees it as a growth year. And, you know, we're seeing some exciting things happening within the club. I don't think any of us really knew where it was going to go this, you know, the first however long it was going to be. Yeah. Three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, you know, but we... We are past that anniversary now, and you know we've we've started to see a light at the tunnel, mm-hmm. and we've really still started to see some incredible change. And it's unfortunate that that had to happen to have the boys come around the club. Yeah. But it's um, you know they've got some big shoes to fill, and you know they're filling it as well. Mm-hmm. So kudos to those guys, and you know it's a tough conversation no matter what. Yeah. So. I'll let somebody else speak. <laughs> Frankie. <clears throat> Just so you guys know, like, I don't know if this has been shared before, but Frank, Frank was one of those people for my dad. I know for sure that he just probably loved more than, more than anybody. I think mm-hmm. probably just one of his best friends, uh, definitely one of his best friends. And, um, I have got to know Frank over the last year Frank's just one of the people I know you guys have probably heard Andrew say it before, but he's definitely such a safety net for us, for specifically the Boswells. We feel really safe with Frankie. He um He's loyal. He's, he's loyal. the most loyal person. And uh he has he hides all the time, but seriously, Frank is one of the most gifted people I've I've really ever met. I I wish he wouldn't hide him. We're trying I'm gonna keep side kidney shotting him until he comes out of hiding, but we're doing our very best. But um, I know specifically that I feel like Frank has been like my dad's passing has affected Frank a lot and I could feel him all the time. I know that I know it, he'll, you know, Frankie and I'll just look at each other and start crying sometimes. So there's just a connection there that you, you know, it's just a special connection. So yeah, you're supposed hey, to Frankie. Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to speak, but <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a really tough, uh, you know, tough year. And like uh, John was saying, it's been really great getting to know uh, his boys. I was just talking to Melina about um, having you guys around. It's it's like Dave's not God because you guys speak his words. You guys call me out the way he did. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> you know, we had fun and stuff, but uh, I do miss him calling me out. And um, he's just had such a huge impact on my my trajectory. <laughs> um, I was just sure, you know, like if I if Dave had have reached out and you know been patient and kind, and you know. All the different things and experiences that I've had, I wouldn't 
have had them. I would have been, you know, at a print shop working, working myself to death and not having the time to spend with my family, grow and learn with them. So I'm just, you know, that loyalty, you know, I just I never had a friend like, you know, like Dave is, it's just a, a really great, great person who modeled, um, you know, what the Bible teaches and how you should be. And, um, yeah, he's, he, he changed everything for me. And I know, um, my prayer was for something like that. You know, I, I definitely felt stuck in my job and, um, just so many hours I worked, never had any free time. And, um, when I, when I got laid off and, um, it was just, you know, it's perfect timing. It was God's timing that I would be able to not have to be doing that. I mean, I really thought I was stuck there, you know. And um, getting into doing this, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. Mm. <laughs> but Dave made it not hard, you know. Doable. He made it doable. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you guys were saying, why, why, you know, does he really know all this stuff? And it's like, well, um, he would, what, he, what did he say? You know, um, my belief, you know, believe in my belief in you, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't doubt for one moment um, that, I mean, that's his confidence. That was his confidence that he, he believed in you, that you could do it, you know, because he, I mean, for me, the things that he would say about what he went through to get to where he was and, like his perspective, well, shit, if I'm here, mm-hmm. there's no reason. And then when he starts sharing, like so many things that Dave would share about me that I had no idea that he kept, uh, I don't want to say he kept a secret, but it didn't, it, it, he wasn't one to brag or whatever about where he came from, what, he, what he's done. But in the moments when you're going through things and you need encouragement, you had just the right words. I know for Tim, for John, Christian, Oscar, and I know you boys raising you because you guys say you guys are a mirror of him. And uh, that's just been really, you know, that's his legacy, you guys, you know, and I'm just so glad uh, that you guys are here. And I, I just thank you guys for, um, you know, loving me the way you have. Thank you, Frankie. We love you. <coughs> okay. Tim's going. Oh, Timmy. Uh, well, thanks. All that. Yeah, well, um, thanks for Frankie, Frankie for making it okay to cry because I was struggling with that. Um, I um, This year has been a whole lot of... Um, a whole lot of growth, but, you know, when I, usually I come to little blocks and I think about things that Dave would either say or do. Dave had a way, at least the way he interacted with me, of knowing exactly when, when I needed to be smacked verbally, like, you know, when he, he had to say something that was like a jab that would get me moving or the the loving um you know, encouragement. Uh, he just had a way of knowing exactly what I needed in that moment. And um, the first part of the year was difficult because I wasn't there. 
Um, but then I, I started realizing, like, I knew what he would do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, he equipped me to, you know, just, you know, we have those things in our pockets. Or at least I do, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> you know, what would Dave do? And for me, it's more about what would Dave say to me? Mm-hmm. What would Dave say to me right now if, if um, if I can't move forward right now, what would Dave say to me? Because usually what he would say would be exactly what I needed to at least take the next step. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and then having the opportunity to work with, with um, you know, with the boys here, you know, everybody keeps saying it, but I, I – I couldn't say it any better than like Frank. You guys are mirrors, you know. Um, you're mirrors of your dad. You 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 have a way of knowing, at least for me, uh, when to be loving and and kind, and and um, when to, you know, um, not necessarily be. That <laughs> spare not the rod, spare not the rod, spare not the rod. That's what we say. You know, and and it, and and the opportunity to really serve you guys in in ways um, that I, you know, even just in not just to be able to support you because I know that you guys are, you know, you say. I know I think about Dave a lot, and I couldn't imagine. Uh, being your, the three of you, um, so any way that I can be there and support that, and um, even if it's just a matter of taking stuff off of your plate so that you can go and be alone or whatever it is you guys need to do, I mean the opportunity to do that is one that um, I have to attribute, frankly, today because he helped me to get to where I am to the point where. You know, I don't have like I don't have to go get a job right now. You know, I can do these things, and and I am who I am today because of the mentorship of Dave and and uh, you know and of Melina. Um, but this year has been, you know, painful, and at the same time, uh, at the same time, kind of exciting. You know, it's 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 hard to even say that because you don't like I don't want to you know but at the same time it's it's exciting we're going places the club is has made shifts and and um I'm excited about the way everybody has stepped up and the you know I'm just excited about about us as a team and as painful as it is to think about Dave and You know, walking into the AV room and thinking about just brainstorming with him about like equipment to buy, or just walking down the hallway and realizing that that's not his office anymore. Um, that happens to me like all the time. I'm in the office every single day, and you know, m- many many times I when I walk by that office and I realize it doesn't have uh, like Dave's not in there. You know, so. I don't know. Uh, I, I get it, dude. I, I 
almost come unglued every time someone thinks they can park in his parking spot. So I totally <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I, I told Andy yesterday that when I go to Hawaii, he's in charge of making sure that no one parks in that spot unless they're last name cone, is Boswell. I want a cone <laughs> yeah, there like, every day. Be blocked <laughs> off, dude. Two cones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, the year, kind of a year in review, it's uh, emotional, uh, painful, there's been anger, there's been fear, there's been anxiety, there's every emotion that you can imagine. We, I believe we've all experienced them, uh, obviously to different degrees because of just the relationships. But uh, the, uh, I guess the, the biggest thing for me has been just sitting back I'm, I'm i'm usually the guy that sits back in in a room and observes and sees and, and watches things happen and to see everybody go through their cycles and their evolution and their growth and and all that i think has been just been fulfilling to to sit back and watch and uh see everybody fall into place and uh, you know <clears throat> one of the things when i when i do the introduction or even at the rpp i always share with people that uh I just don't like talking about in the past tense when it comes to Dave. Mm -hmm. It's always in the present tense. So it's he's he's always there, no matter what we do, what we say, how we act, how we react, right? And uh, without fail, it's a decision is made, and then it's reflection and and looking for confirmation from him. So that's that's the. I think the, the big thing for me is making sure that the legacy continues to grow, continues to move forward, and we do the things that I know he had in mind. But we work as, as a unit, we work as a team, and it doesn't mean we're going to agree all the time. It's, there's going to be disagreement, there's going to be going back and forth. That's, that's part of growth. But ultimately, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's all of us staying focused on the mission and as long as we can continue to do that like he did, then everything will absolutely pan out. Everything will work the way it's supposed to work. I still shake the, the handlebars on my, and the steering wheel in my, in my car. I still, on occasion, punch things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's always when uh, there's a decision to be made. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's when that surfaces because um, I... I I think my wish is that he had been around longer so that um, David and Andrew would have been integrated into the business by him. Hmm. So it's, it's something that falls on us, right? And, and that's, that's the, the part of the mission that needs, needs to be done, needs to happen, um, because we're not going to be here forever, right? At some point, they need to be able to step in and and step up and and take charge and take control of everything that goes on. So, but it's uh, it's going to take time, and we know that, and I, I know they know that. But they've they've absolutely fallen into who they need to be right now. Mm-hmm. Now it's a matter of helping them continue to move forward and grow. And you know, one of the things I shared with uh, <clears throat> Nathan and Angelo was. Uh, that that for me is is the mission, right? Is that the handoff happens? It's not about 
is not about today. It's, it's about continuing to build and grow so that this continues on well after all of us. Mm-hmm. So. You know what's coolest? I'm sitting here thinking so many things, but um, something that, well, a couple things that really ring true, and one of them specifically is that all, all of you guys at this table, um, you all, you know, all these guys have made a lot of money if we're being honest, all these guys have made a, a really good amount of money. They figured that part out over time. But the fact that they all came, like, you know, these weren't high-level executives. <laughs> these aren't, like, these aren't, you know, these guys aren't super, you know, experienced in their specific field. And we pull, you know, my dad didn't pull them from a magazine cover. You know, these these guys all came from regular jobs and... um my dad, the best part about it is my dad was able to identify every single one of you individually to be to be in this position that you're in. And he he molded perfectly. It's so not perfect, you know, what we have here. But each one of you have seriously the most perfect skill set that I, when I sit at this table and I know I know that going forward, we've got everything we need right here mm-hmm. to to really be successful with mm-hmm. Tim's brains and um, John's politeness and (laughs) Christian's work ethic and Frank's literally all of those things mashed into one and Oscar's leadership and mom's incredible ability to be able to meet people where they are and, and, you know, and just touch your soul without, even if you don't want it. Um, all these, all these people got put together and my dad really did mastermind it all, you know? And so he was just, he was so incredible. So the other thing was that they occurred to me is definitely I said it. We're we you know this this uh, episode was titled "Business Without Him," you know, without Dad over the last year. And the truth is, we definitely have been in business with Dad the whole time. You know, it definitely has occurred to me throughout this whole thing that he is totally here with us. And I'm so excited to realize that. Actually, I mean, I we know that, but at the same time, it's like. To actually say that we're not doing business without dad, we're definitely doing business with him. So, um, and mom and I were talking yesterday about Andrew and I having these big feet and like a little, you know, like a, a little puppy with these massive feet and this big head that just kind of weighs you down. You, you know, <laughs> you can't really walk right. I definitely feel that. I feel like that. So, you know, I don't think about myself in any kind of way, but listening to you guys talk about me and how you know, what your kind of experience has been with us. I know that we do have these awesome qualities, these abilities, but we are like these goofy little puppies running around not knowing what to do. So the best, the best way I can describe it is that we have all of these, the best tools in our arsenal to be able to move forward. We have like the most top-notch tools to do every single job that we absolutely need to do. So going forward we need you know Andrew and I absolutely need every single one of you all the time to hone those skills you know so and working together I mean we're gonna blow it up we're gonna do big 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 things in Hawaii and we're gonna close more real estate than ever and we're gonna bring a lot of people on the way and um you know it just really excites me I'm really excited um yeah just the last thing one thing that I wanted to um to acknowledge is uh 
uh, it's just really cool to me to hear everybody talk and everything. Um, but the main thing, I guess, that it's funny where everybody here has said in one way or another, you know, that my dad um, equipped them, right, to handle this and to do the things that we need to do. Um, but the thing that I appreciate the most is that, um, like like David said, we have not we have been in business with him. And, and that's like that's not something that's just small um, when I think about that, right? The fact that he's at the forefront of every one of our minds, every one of the people that's sitting at the table leading this organization, the fact that he's still at the forefront of our minds, is it makes me really happy, and I'm, I'm grateful for that too because that, that, that gives me um, reassurance that the vision is still alive, right, and the mission of the club is still alive and that we all know why we're here and what we're doing. Let's be honest, there's not a lot of people that can smack you and love you, and you just, you really accept all of it. It's not a lot of people that you meet that can do that, and so it's pretty special. <laughs> love you, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's the perfect time to uh, just say how much we love Dave, and uh, I'm grateful for every single one of you for stepping in and um, staying staying with the mission and continuing to honor Dave's legacy and honor Dave's life uh, because yeah it's, I think that's it so anyway we're in WAC we are the leadership team and we're flipping out I'm Alina Boswell your host of the flipping off podcast I really hope you enjoyed it if you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club.